Hey guys, it's Leo, aka known as Ice from the Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. Here for episode 80, let me first start by apologizing to you, our dedicated fans and listeners, uh, for all the technical difficulties we've been having as of late. I didn't want us to go yet another week without a podcast, so uh, we did try and record over this past weekend. However, technical difficulties yet again prohibited us from posting the full show. That being said, we're going to try and do another shotgun episode where your boy goes ahead and gives you uh, a recap of all the things that we talked about in as expeditious fashion as possible and trying to do it in under 10 minutes because your time is as valuable as ours and there's no point to keeping you longer than that if it's just me blowing hot air. So uh, let's start the show and I'm going with the 10 minute timer in three, two, one, start. First and foremost, we wanted to say uh, our hearts and minds go out to Lance Reddick, uh, a phenomenal actor with credits in The Wire. Uh, he's been in a number of different shows and movies, including the John Wick series. Uh, he's been in the Horizon series, as well as Destiny as uh, Commander Zavala. He will be deeply missed. I can't go into enough details on how awesome this guy was as an actor, uh, super skilled, very, very dedicated to his craft, very educated in his craft, and he will be deeply missed. Moving into the news, uh, Mario Day, we went ahead and as we talked about it on a previous show, uh, Mario Day is coming gone. Wasn't much new by way of the sales. However, uh, Nintendo did see fit to go ahead and give us the official Mario movie release trailer. Uh, we had a couple thoughts on that, namely of which we're still a little thrown off by the voice acting. Uh, however, it looks like it'll be a fantastic family-friendly movie coming out here in early April. Capcom went ahead and as part of a recent state of play uh, released a whole bunch of news of stuff that they were working on to include the Resident Evil 4 remake and the demo which was uh, available on PlayStation and Xbox shortly thereafter. I believe it was on PC as well uh, and we have heard nothing but fantastic remarks from everybody who's gotten to play this uh, including some uh, news outlets, media outlets have gone ahead and even gone ahead and done a review of the game and it is having very good uh, remarks on Open Critic. Metacritic and the like. So if you are into the Resident Evil franchise, this is going to be one you don't want to miss. Moving right along, uh, we did have some news that came out via social media uh, from investigative reporter Jason Schreier, uh, who constantly does do some reports on the industry at large, talking about Take-Two uh, having some layoffs. It was very unfortunate uh, that we heard about this. Surprise, surprise, um, you know, it was kind of par for the course once again, where Take-Two leadership uh, said they were going ahead and letting some people go in the private division label. Uh, that would be the label that published The Outer Worlds, um, or at least the original game of The Outer Worlds. Uh, and they said that this was to better align their structures, et cetera, et cetera, yada, 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 obligatory company stuff to say they're trying to do some cost cutting. Uh, so once again, though, our hearts and minds go out to those affected by this layoffs. Hopefully they get picked up in short order uh, because I'm sure they are very great talent. Delays, delays, delays. We had more news about game delays. Uh, Starfield uh, was not so much delayed again, but we finally got a release date coming in September of this year. Um, so previously it was announced that it was going to be available 
111.23, and this year it's coming in a little bit earlier in September with the Starfield Direct. Uh, Microsoft will be hosting kind of alongside their E3 stuff in June. So look forward to all that. The next show will probably go into a little bit more detail. Uh, however, we also had another delay in the form of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Rocksteady uh, reported going ahead and delaying this title yet again. Um, coincidentally, this was one of the ones that was also shown during that last state of play. And from what uh, we saw out in the media and the social media spheres, uh, the reception was not too great. It seemed to be really pushing the notion of... Um, it's not, quite frankly, it's not really believable when you have these characters that there's no real reason for them to be leaving the ground and they're going ahead and flying all over the place and shooting and stuff just doesn't make sense. Uh, on top of which, then you go ahead and they showcased uh, or there were screenshots that leaked that uh, there will be a battle pass system associated with the game. And there wasn't a lot of great fan feedback. So from the dynamic trio, we all kind of agree that this pushback was not necessarily something that was originally planned, but something so they can potentially uh, rework the game for fans to actually enjoy it when it comes out. Because um, I think that's what everybody's looking for. Uh, we had new system updates on uh, PlayStation that allowed... Uh, among some other user interface uh, feature improvements, uh, we finally got Discord. Now, this is slightly different where you're going to have to initiate Discord from your phone uh, and then continue the chat on PlayStation, but it's better than nothing. Uh, the biggest criticism associated with that, PlayStation fans are not happy that that is not available on the PS4, only on the PS5. Um, so hopefully, in short order, PlayStation can go ahead and give us some rhyme or reason to why they went ahead and did that. But as of right now, that you know, it's an improvement nevertheless. Uh, along the lines of PlayStation, um, this goes into a, a lot of stuff that, that we're going to talk about in another show, potentially. Hopefully, we don't have to keep dragging on about this. Uh, but Jim Ryan, the head of PlayStation, went ahead and uh, made a remark saying, I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I just want to block your merger. And that was almost a direct quote um, that came out from an Activision Blizzard uh, executive uh, in what probably should have been a close hold conversation, but got completely taken out of context. Jim Ryan started trending on Twitter uh, and he has just gotten bashed over and over because rather than go ahead and, you know, be the face of the company that's trying to go ahead and provide some justifiable reason why Microsoft and the Activision Blizzard merger should not continue, um, now the real motivations have come out there. So, um, you know, not gaining a lot of favor and quite frankly, um, as the executive um, over at Activision Blizzard had gone ahead and highlighted, um, this is a far better deal, that being the 10-year deal that Microsoft is currently offering PlayStation for Call of Duty in particular post-merger. Uh, it's a far better deal than PlayStation would have got out of Activision proper. So it's a little wild that um, Jim Ryan and PlayStation think that they're in the right here in their actions because it's probably not gonna not gonna work for them. Uh, also, not working for them is the CMA went ahead and put out their initial response um, to the merger, and Microsoft was none the happier, and that's particularly because they highlighted that the CMA. Uh, 
again, this is the UK watchdog group, went ahead and made some drastic miscalculations in how much the potential earnings of Microsoft could be when it comes to uh, this merger and uh, particularly Call of Duty title and putting all this stuff on the cloud later. Um, and so Microsoft is having a huge rebuttal. As part of that, um, it went ahead and announced a number of uh, partnerships in Boosteroid, and Ubitus. So these are two lesser known cloud streaming services, cloud gaming services that Microsoft has signed uh, more deals with to go ahead and allow uh, them to have not only Activision Blizzard titles, but Xbox titles proper um, to be able to stream on those services, thereby combating what um, the EU and the CMA have, have all been kind of clamoring about is this notion of Microsoft going ahead and having complete control over the cloud streaming and, and dominating and monopolizing the, the game streaming uh, service with Xbox Game Pass. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. But uh, along those partnerships, Microsoft also announced that it was partnering with Paradox. Um, so previously, some Paradox games were available on the Xbox Game Pass service, um, but they had a 30-minute uh, showcase that was partnering with Paradox. Paradox got to show a lot of their new and upcoming titles, uh, including Cities Skylines 2, um, and presumably most, if not all of these titles at some point or another will be available on Xbox's uh, Xbox Game Pass service. Um, there was also uh, some weird rhetoric that came out or a quote that came out from Rod Ferguson, who a previous Microsoft employee now at Blizzard, particularly working on the Diablo franchise. There was questions about whether or not Diablo 4 would come out um, on the Xbox Game Pass service, and Rod went to Twitter to say there are currently no plans. So this kind of made people's head scratch a little bit because Diablo 4 is right around the corner. Presumably this merger is going to be closing in short order, and to go ahead and announce that there are currently no plans for Diablo 4 to come out on Game Pass, well, sure, uh, Activision needs to operate like they're still independent until the merger is complete. But once that merger is complete, there's almost no doubt that um, that game, along with many other Blizzard titles, are going to be available for players to enjoy on the Game Pass service. Additionally, Diablo 4 is enjoying some beta time right now. Uh, we just had March 17th through the 19th was early access, and then the open beta for everybody to try out will be coming up on March 24th through 26th. So that should be next weekend. If you're looking forward to that game, you can go ahead and sink your teeth into some demons um, and enjoy that. Uh, finally, there was a brief uh, um, show or interview on the Destin channel, Destin Laguerre of IGN, hosted Michael Pactor not too long ago, where they talked about the Activision Blizzard merger, and Pack Attack, who uh, is in the financial world, basically said he thinks that this is not going to go well for Sony if they continue to act like they do about the merger, rather than go ahead and try to make some solid concessions and partnerships going forward. And stop. All right, guys, 10 minutes and 8 seconds. Apologies, I ran over a little bit there, but I think we went ahead and covered most of the gaming news. Once again, apologies for us going ahead and running behind on the show. Uh, due to some of these technical difficulties, we should, knock on wood, have all of this ironed out here in the near future. And uh, we hope that this will go ahead and satisfy uh, in the meantime. Once again, 
known as ice on all things gaming and social media uh thank you for listening to the gaming creators generation podcast please feel free to like subscribe share with a friend and as we get back into uh our other video and full-on uh paneled uh discussions about the gaming news reviews and culture we can go ahead and have you guys enjoy that a little more to the fullest and until then remember gaming's greatest generation is the one you guys are a part of <laughs>